I'm Dee Bonnie, and this is the Ignite Your Marriage Podcast. I'm an ER doctor turned marriage coach. Join me on this journey as I share with you issues that I've faced, mistakes that I've made, that all put me in a position where I had to look to God to figure out how to begin doing marriage and life His way, not my way. I believe that average marriages are just mediocre, and I'm on mission to help you abandon mediocrity. Do me a favor, and please click the subscribe button right now. Leave us a review on iTunes. Also, share this with your friends. Marriages will change. I'm going to get raw and vulnerable on here. We're going to talk about things that I face. We'll talk about infidelity, divorce, blended families, communication. We'll discuss how to have healthy conflict. Talk about sex, money, boundaries. If married people deal with it, it will be a topic on here. Get started designing the future you want with your spouse. Let's begin to ignite your marriage. Hey guys, D. Bonnie here. Listen, I want to let you in on a little secret. Come here. Come closer. Uh, listen, your vote in this election doesn't count. Let me tell you a little story to explain what I mean. A little over a year ago, Megan and I were in Northern California in San Francisco, and we had a little rental car, a convertible Mustang, and we wanted to make it up to the top of Mount Tam. And so if you've ever been there, you know that going up the side of this mountain, the roads are about this wide. And so on one side, you have the mountain going up, but on the other side, you have this drop off to certain death. And so here we are, we're in the car, we're driving up and Megan's a very calm passenger, but this situation was a little bit different because she was nervous. And we realized that as we're going along, like, it was just my driving skill, which isn't that great, that was keeping us on the road and keeping us from going off the side. And so here I am, hands 10 and 2, driving along, taking my time. People were passing me. I'm going like 20 miles an hour. I'm terrified. I hate heights. So if you've known me at all, you know that that's my fear. And so I've got my watch on airplane mode, so I can't get any text and I'm not distracted. And nothing mattered all around us, except for me getting that vehicle to our destination safely. We didn't care who the president was. We didn't care who the governor of California was. We didn't care who was running all the other countries in the world. What was important to us at that time was taking care of keeping ourselves on the road. And I think this election is not any different. Four years from now, the person that occupies the White House will not have significantly impacted your marriage. He will not have affected your relationship with your kids. He probably will not have significantly affected your vocation. But we get worked up. You're on this side. I'm on this side. We're fighting. You're stupid. I'm stupid. But at the end of the day, what really matters is for you and me to keep our hands on the steering wheel to govern our own little kingdom that surrounds us. And we do that based on making good decisions in the moment. Miles Monroe said it this way. He said that our life is the sum total of all the decisions that we make. 
And those decisions are determined by our priorities. Now, if you've listened for me for more than 15 minutes in any of my videos, you know that I believe that you are the problem in your marriage, but you are also the solution. But I want to take that up. I want to take it a step further today because I feel like that we've got people all around us. You probably know some of them. They're so caught up in what's going on in this political divide. All of their energy is focused on recirculating sound bites. And really, if you step back and look, you're like, dude, if you spend as much time, half as much time fixing your relationship with your wife or spending more time with your children or putting more effort into your passions, if we all did that, the world would be a better place. Am I right? So today, I don't want to talk just about how your decisions determine the future of your marriage, but I want to drill back one step further. I want to talk about how the choice that we make for who governs those decisions is really what's going to impact us four years from now, 10 years from now, 30 years from now. It's going to impact our children too. What changed for me and Megan when this atomic bomb went off in our marriage three and a half years ago, we had to, we had to sit back and look at ourselves and go, man, we're not doing life right. Something's wrong. And so for us, we had to, we had to surrender to, to God. Now, before you turn this off, because your worldview doesn't match my worldview and the way you see God is different than the way I see God, let me just say this. I believe that the principles that are covered in what I call that user manual, that Bible that he gave us, I believe those principles are so true to humankind that if you follow those, even if you don't believe in the God that I believe in, I think it's going to make everything around you better. And so I don't normally in these videos... I don't come to you preaching on a Tuesday, but I think it's important because to me, that's where the hope is for you and for me. We gotta, we gotta figure this out. I think that so many times we just get caught up in this idea of religion being this thing that tells everybody how wrong they are, that religion's why wars break out. And, and I'll give you that, but I don't think that my life changed because of a religion. I think it changed because of relationship. I think it changed because I had to find myself in a position where I was so beat down by life, by my own bad decisions. I surrendered. So what's that look like? Well, I already said that I think that the Bible's a user manual. And I believe that in that, there are truths. And you, you may have heard them wrong. You see, sometimes when I start talking to people about this, about about faith and about God, they hear shame and guilt. And I'm telling you, that's, that is not the good news of the gospel. It's the opposite of that. And so I want to talk about three things that I believe happen when you, especially if you and your spouse, you really just kind of let go of your own will in your life and you start doing things differently. So the first thing that I want to share with you that happened for me when I started looking to God to show me how to do life was my deficiencies became less significant to me over time. I no longer had to go through life with so much guilt over the bad decisions that I've made. 
That does not mean that my decisions that I made were not bad. It means that what I found, and I think you can find it too, is I found some freedom. Have you made some, if you made some bad choices? You're still dealing with consequences. Guys, look, Megan and I were looking at yet another divorce. My third divorce, her second. So we had already screwed this up multiple times. And I still deal. I still deal with some consequences of, of the decisions that I've made. One example is I have children that don't live with me all the time, right? Like that consequence isn't going away. But what I found is that as I started opening myself up to this love from God, and I started understanding that he knows that I screw up and he still loves me and his grace still comes into my life. As I started realizing that, this weight just kind of lifted off of me. Could you use a little bit of that? Could you use a little bit of less guilt, less uh, less chains over these bad decisions that you made in the past? It doesn't mean that I deny them. I share them with you pretty free freely, I think. But what it does mean is that I find that I start having a peace that comes into my life because I'm not the same person that I used to be. As an example, 2 Corinthians 5.17 says that I'm a new creature. And I'm telling you this because I've lived it. It's not just something that sounds nice to throw around, but I actually can look at my life now and the decisions that I made before, and I can realize that like I'm not that same person anymore. I've grown and changed. I, I live by a different set of rules now. Rules that I wish that I had realized all along, and I'm sure someplace deep inside me, they were there, but I ignored them. So that's the first thing, is my deficiencies, they weigh me down less. They become less significant as I go through life. The second thing that happened for us, whenever we really sat back and started reading that user manual that God gave us, is we learned to love the right way. You see, as we were able to start seeing how screwed up our thinking is sometimes and how we go about life wrong and we make bad decisions, it allowed us to look at other people with love and grace, grace that I wasn't willing to give them before when I was pretending like I was always right. I was pretending like I made really good decisions. And then when I started surrendering my will to his will, I actually realized, man, I screw this up and so do all these people around me. So then all of a sudden, my love for you, my love for my wife, my love for my children, it became not dependent upon my feelings. It became a decision, an action, so that I would choose in the moment, even when you didn't seem deserving of it because of how you were behaving, I would choose in the moment to value you. I would no longer decide based on how I felt about you, whether I liked you or not. I would no longer decide to devalue you. And you see, to me, that's, the, that's part of the beauty of this, this gospel that these Christians talk about, right? So A, no longer am I enslaved to the old way that I used to be, but B, I can get along with you a lot better now, even when I don't like you. I still come at you with love and kindness and understanding and grace and forgiveness. Do you see how this starts changing the world? A lot more so than that ballot that you cast today. And then the third thing that I think that happens when we really just give up ourselves and trying to always do things 
how we want in the moment is I think that we start figuring out what true north is. I think we start really seeing what truth is. And I don't know, maybe you and your spouse have had issues where you want one thing and he wants the other and you can't really ever seem to agree and you don't even know who's right because what's to say you're more right than I am? But man, what Megan and I found was that suddenly we have a foundation that everything's based on. So if she's going sideways or I'm going sideways, we can come together and go, wait, it's not about what you think is right. It's not what about I, it's not what I think is right. It's about what he says we should do in this situation, whether that's, you know, where we're going to go or what we're going to see or who we're going to hang out with, how we're going to treat one another, right? We have, we have this knowledge of what's true. So back to the example of driving up Mount Tam, you know, I can't imagine driving up the side of that mountain and there were no guardrails and there was dense fog so that we couldn't see. But I feel like that so many of us, myself included, we've gone through life blinded. Like we don't know where we're going. We're just hoping to get there safely. And is it any wonder that so many of us, we fall off the edge of the cliff? So listen, here's the thing wherever you are in your marriage, if you guys are really awesome and you're still lovey-dovey and smoochy-smoochy and everything's amazing, this decision to start doing life differently, it will still bless you. And if you guys are on the way to the courthouse to sign the divorce papers, this will help you. You see, this brings things into focus so that we can know, we know where out of bounds is. We know that we have guardrails, we have protection, we are able to stay on the right path. For me and Megan, everything did change when we realized that Psalms 119.105 was true. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. So that, that brings me to a point where I know that however this election goes, my guy wins or loses, it's gonna be all right because I am making decisions in the moment and these cumulative decisions is what's going to determine what my life looks like four years from now. Not the guy in the Oval Office. That's going to affect me a little bit. Little nudges here and there. But when it really comes down to it, guys, if you're in a place where you're hurting, you're carrying around a lot of weight from things that have happened to you in the past that were your decisions or something that happened to you that someone else did, that stuff gets heavy. And so the good news here is that you don't have to keep carrying that around. That, that stuff keeps us from being effective in our lives. We can learn to love each other better, right? Wouldn't that make the world a better place? And we can really know, we can really know what true north is. We can know, we can know the direction that our lives should be headed. And then we can be confident on the foundation upon which that is built. Listen, guys, I love you. I hope that your guy wins, all of you. I hope they both win. It's a tie. We have to figure out something new. But whatever happens, just keep in mind, you control what happens with your life. You control what happens with your relationships. You control what happens with your job. You control what happens with your money. Very little is going to change, except to the degree that you allow it to change. Listen, do me a favor. Click subscribe. Leave me some comments. Give me some feedback. Tell me how you disagree with me. That would be awesome. I love you guys.